this podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. What's going on? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster, and welcome to Viewers Anonymous, man. How we feeling, man? We good? Man, I'm feeling good, feeling great, man. Um, finally got a laptop, so you know what I'm saying? I don't, everybody don't got to hear me crying about uh, my equipment no more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Just uh, trying to make things work, man. About to, um, about to get back to doing some, some of the usual stuff that I usually do. I might end up doing my live streams again now, so you know I can um, I can still record and take phone calls and everything now and then. You know, using Streamyard is gonna be a thousand times easier to do that. So, you know, what I'm saying it's gonna it's gonna be fun, man. These, these next few months gonna gonna be some real fun. Isolated society, you know, what I'm saying might get revamped and, and brought back on some uh, weekend type shit. That's what's up, man. I'll be looking yeah. forward to that, man. Cause uh, you had you had some um, you had some shit going, man. Uh, <laughs> it, like, it used to be. <laughs> nah, it's it's nah. I, I mean, it's just the fact that you know I, I I like to see you cooking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like especially on some of the shit that you was on uh, with Isolated Society. You know, we was able to revamp some of that with the uh, with the Stolen Time that we did mm-hmm. uh, the other yeah, day. Man, that was so uh, it's good to hear you on your sports shit because. Yeah, man, that, that turned out to be a really great episode, man. And uh, yeah. and I mean, I, and, and I know it ain't no thing, but you know, I still got to say it. Like you know what I'm saying, I appreciate you coming on and you know oh, filling sure, in. Bro. It's been it's been a lot of people filling in lately. Yeah, yeah, man. So uh, big ups to everybody that has uh, jumped on the podcast because I think like the last like five episodes, you know, what I'm saying I've had a different guest. So I appreciate all all of y'all that came on and uh. Help the boy out, man. I, I got to go see Unk, man, this weekend or sometime this weekend. Go holler at him. See how, how he's doing? doing. See how he's feeling. All that type of stuff. Oh, well, I haven't talked to him since last weekend. Um, okay. I talked to him. Uh, well, actually, I talked to his wife because uh, I called because I was at the beach last weekend. Yeah. Right. And um, so I called his wife because I know he still can't, you know, at this at this time, you know, really like speak on the phone and things like that. So. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check on him, man. See how he doing, man. So, okay. You know, I finally, I finally broke down. I can't remember if I told you, man. I finally broke down, man, and, and, and set up an appointment with the DMV, man. I gotta get my tag, man. Oh uh, yeah. To- <laughs> <laughs> you told me about <laughs> that, bro. <laughs> hey, fact, I've been trying to had, walk. You, you was telling me when, uh, when I was telling you about what I had going on. When I was like, man, I, I think I'm gonna be back, man. I think I'm gonna be back on the streets in a minute. Yeah, man, it's like, dude, like with the, you know, with the COVID stuff, they're, they're, <clears throat> you got to have an appointment or, mm-hmm. you know, they'll take walk in sometimes, but then it's kind of like, you know, it, it's kind of hit or miss. Like the last time I tried, well, the second to last time, it was like, yo, it's going to be two hours. And I was like, well, they closed at five and it was like 430. And yeah. then the other time I went, it was like four o'clock and they said they wasn't taking walk ins at all. So mm-hmm. it's just like, man, let me just go on here. You know what I'm saying? Try to try to get the uh appointment and go in and, and get my shit, man. Cause uh yeah, I, I need my tag. I hate riding with a paper tag, man. 
I do, hey, I do, I do, man. Like, I trust me, I, I know the feeling, bro. When you when you be, you know, what I'm saying, irritated and ready to get your shit solidified and out the way, it, it eases so much stress when you don't have to worry <laughs> about none of that shit, bro. It really does. It eases a lot of stress when you don't have to worry about that shit. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. So, going in, man, Wednesday, and I'm gonna be good, man. I'm gonna be good. But yo, listen. I should have. I'm coming straight out the gate, my guy. Straight mm-hmm. out the gate. Mm-hmm. I should have stuck with my guns. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I should yeah. have, man. Something told me. Something yeah. was like, son, man, just back yourself up, man. Like, don't, <laughs> don't, don't fall to the pressure. Right. I folded to the pressure and I backed off a little bit. I backed off a little bit and I should have just there. I told y'all Alton was the weakest link in the whole crew. You know what I'm saying? He yo, you know what? That's too deep, man. That's too deep. We ain't gonna go there yet. We ain't gonna go there yet. Hey, that's the that's the uh, (laughs) what they call that shit in the radio? What they call that shit in the radio when they uh, teaser? That's a teaser, man. We gonna gonna get into that, Listen, you you called it though. That's the funny part. Like when you had said it, I didn't want to believe it because I'm like, nah, man. You know what I'm saying? Because they kept harping on him being a black, you know, what I'm saying the ex Black Panther. I'm like, nah, man. He ain't gonna he ain't gonna do that. He ain't gonna do that. But she got to him, man. That that bitch got to him. Ah, I can't stand she, her, man. She I'm got telling you, every episode I see her, bro. I just you know how <laughs> you know how you see some shit. And the first thing you do is ah, goddamn. That's how I do every time I see her <laughs> on screen, man. I can't stand. Damn, Damn Irene, man. But you know what? Man, that's a teaser. We gonna we gonna get into it, man. But listen, Jerome, I want to get into Jerome, man. Okay, Jerome. So I was wrong on the one thing that I thought that we was gonna see trauma out of mm-hmm. Jerome from you know killing that one dude when he shot the dude in the head. Okay, that ain't what happened. Uh, Jerome has gotten to a point where he's just he's really just fed up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that the the extra things that he's been having to go through, like, ever since they started, you know, selling the rock, and when he was just selling weed, things was cool. And I think that Jerome has gotten to a point where especially since Louis told him about uh, Reed, yeah, he's giving her attitude. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Every scene, like he don't even want to be around her. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like the crazy, no, the, the wildest part was when they was uh, at Alton's when they were celebrating his uh, sobriety. Yeah, and uh, and. <laughs> Oh, 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 yeah, I know exactly she what said, you're talking about. Hey, she exactly said, she said, uh, she said, yeah, mom wouldn't have liked you. And Jerome was like, yeah, uh, mom would have put a gun on you. And then, yeah. and then Louis said, I don't want to know what she thought about me. He was like, you don't. Like, you <laughs> I was like, damn. Yeah, that was, that was, that was, I different. was like, damn. That was different. That was <laughs> different. Was like, and and, and uh, Franklin, yeah, he caught up. And Franklin caught that shit. So he, he, yeah. Yeah, he jumped on real quick and tried to change the subject. Yeah. And it's just that to see Jerome there and to see Jerome, you know, when um when they was talking about, well, okay, I, I get to the hit, but 
Leon walking through the hood, you know what I'm saying, with the new guy with the curls, and he's like, yo, uh, fat back cousin, been looking for you. So he steps to him, and, you know, he's like, yo, I'm trying to do business. He was like, how much I got to pay you? And he's like, nah, fuck that. You know, fat back looked out for everybody. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to do business with you. You know what I'm saying? He, he pulls off the he pulls off the shirt. He ready to strap, take the gun out of the bed. He ready to right. fight. Yeah, he was ready to go. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And Leon, it's like, you know, he backed out that situation. And, you know, him and dude was talking about how it ain't that many dudes that are still like that. And mm-hmm. I was seeing on social media where people were saying that that Leon, like, punked out. And I was like, y'all didn't get it. He actually used his head so for what the one, that? Thank you. God yeah. damn. It's like, Cause it's what it's that group it's that group that I added you in like I be seeing yeah. some of the shit that oh, you know, I, people be I saying stopped, and I it's just like y'all don't get it like he he actually yeah because it's it's like they don't they don't get it and like dude you said it perfectly Leon mm-hmm. used his head finally mm-hmm. he wasn't impulsive which he usually is mm-hmm. well <coughs> with, with Jerome. Um, I don't, I don't know if you was, I don't know if you was wrong necessarily, right? Like when you watch it, I don't think that the gunshot was the start of the trauma. I think it kind of released that trauma. Like you got to realize, like this is a, this is a, 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 and I don't necessarily mean you when I say you got to realize, but I'm, I'm just saying like the people that's watching, like you got to realize, like this is a real hectic thing to be in like drug dealing is not like some lavish life that they make it seem like on tv drug dealing is the end of scarface for real like niggas is at your neck if you making too much money people gonna come after you and if you getting it like you're supposed to be getting it then you're gonna make them you're gonna make a lot more enemies than you're gonna make friends and um the way Jerome has been acting recently, I think that the gunshot on top of finding out that, you know, that they in the CIA's pocket on top of, you know, dealing with um, everything else that they've been dealing with. And then on top of seeing Fatback get killed. And then remember when he was walking through the bottoms that night when, when Man Boy and them ran through and he was just seeing all of these people, you know what I'm saying, shot up and, and dead. I think like all of this is is finally coming to, you know what I'm saying? Like a, it's all collapsing on him. And then now he feel like he can't even trust his girl. He can't even trust his nephew. He can't trust his sister. You know what I'm saying? We already know can't nobody trust Alton. So we starting to see all of this, you know what I'm saying, coming together. And now he kind of lashing out in a weird way. So when, you know what I'm saying, like when she said, you know, I don't want to know what your mama would have thought of me and the way he responded. Or even, you know what I'm saying, the way he looked at her when they was at the, you know what I'm saying, when they found Fat back dead at the uh at the at the club. Like, you know what I'm saying, the way he walked out, the way he responded to Franklin, when Franklin was like, You good, unk? He like, yeah, you know, he just shrugged it off and then kept walking. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You you starting to see a um I don't I'm not I don't necessarily want to say he breaking, but you just starting to see it weighing heavy on him for right now. Let's just say he it's weighing heavy on him. Um as far as Leon goes. You know what I'm saying? You 100% right, bro. He finally using his head for once. He finally seeing 
the way Franklin's seeing it. Like, yo, it's cool to, you know what I'm saying, to run up, shoot him up, bow, bow, bang, bang, or whatever, wild, wild west. But at the same time, you get a lot more done with honey than you do with shit. You know what I'm saying? Or you catch a lot of more flies with honey than you do with shit. It's cool to go ahead and be smart. It's cool to go ahead and think about the moves you make before you make them. I thought it was a, a great way. Um, I, th- I thought it was a great thing that he did when he spoke to Jerome about the shit. He went to Jerome about the shit and was like, hey, you know what I'm saying? I got an OG on my block. You know what I'm saying? I think, you know what I'm saying? I need your help. And brought Jerome into it. That was a smart move. You know what I'm saying? Everything don't need to be handled with the fist. Because first off, he knew he wasn't going to beat that nigga ass. That nigga said four plates. And he showed it before they even got to that scene. That nigga just, he crunched up and just started lifting. I'm like, yo, this nigga is, is diesel. So I'm like, Leon is going to get washed if he get out there. They ain't, they ain't going to need no new washer. They're just going to put Leon in the spot. <laughs> it's going to be all bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man, it was it was good to see him. It was good to see him really thinking for a change, man. I, I like his character. I think his character's development is, is starting to show right now. Um, the things that he's doing in this show, the things he's done in this show, you know what I'm saying, it, it's really showing his his growth. And I think this is where – you know, he really taking it to that, you know, to that point to where he he might end up, you know what I'm saying, being back on some good shit with him and Franklin, and they just, they take this motherfucker over again. Yeah, and like, and see, you was getting, you was getting to where I was going, and like, to go to Jerome, and then like, and that's, an, and, th- and that was another scene with Jerome and Louis, because like, when, when Leon walked in, she was like, Franklin ain't working tonight. He was like, I ain't right. here for Franklin. I'm here for Jerome. He was like, yo, mm-hmm. he said, you know, what you just said. And so he was like, yeah, he was like, they had my back when I first moved here. Yeah. So, and then, you know, he was like, I go with you. Cause he told mm-hmm. him like, look, dude, they looking for you to uh, fill that role of fat back. And so he was like, you got to step up to the plate and yeah. fill that role. And um, so he was like, I help you. And she was like, I don't think that's a good idea with a uh with a bounty on our back. And right. he was like, shit, it was a dead body in front in the front door. He said, it ain't no safer here than it is there. You know what Man. I'm saying? And then and then like <laughs> she just like completely shot her up and said she he, he was like, Yo, she said, I don't think you should be, you know, in the projects all day. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he was just like, you know, told her what he told her. So it's like and to watch how he stepped up to my man, he already knew some stuff about him mm-hmm. and knew that he uh you know was big in the weightlifting and stuff like that. So he he talked to him like OGs talk to each other. Right. You know, and and so <clears throat> then they had their little deal. But I also think that within doing that, you know, like my man told a uh, fat back cousin told him, anything happened to one of my guys, something's mm-hmm. gonna happen to you. And it's just like, yo. <laughs> You can't project how the street shit is gonna go. Yeah. So that right there, it was I think that's concerning for uh Jerome mm-hmm. with that, you know, with that happening. So I but he they end up having to take the smart dude and he ended up working out for him. Hey, you know what I'm man. saying? When the uh when the one like uh damn what's her name? What is man what is man boy uh um. name? It, uh, it ain't t- is Tanisha. Damn, I, is it Tiana? Tiana. Oh, no, that's the little girl. Tiana. It's one of them. I can't remember if Tiana's her name or the little girl name. 
So Tiana, so she damn put out a hit. Hey. $5,000. <laughs> hey, listen, I told you. She hey. turned she turned into the real one. Do you hear me? She has turned into the real fuck Scully. Scully is Scully is out of here. We know we we now know why Scully was always out in the street doing what he was doing cuz he had to come home to that. I'd be a menace too if I had to come home to that every night. Yo, <laughs> that made me scared to be home. Hired, <laughs> hey, hiring reckless people. Man, she's just hiring any girl in the hood. Man, she don't what? care who they is, man. She's brought You want to know what? Dude. We got to give her credit, though, because that is smart as hell for her to do what she did. Think about that. You got you. You're not telling dudes. It, you telling women that it's a fifty. I mean, it's a five thousand dollar bounty on dude head. He'll never expect, and as we've seen it, he'll never expect some chick to come up to him and take him out dead or alive. Like, come on, man. But, but at the same time, just hiring anyone, it it I think it did backfire because when old girl pulled a gun on him, and smart dude came up, put the gun behind her back, and so she just started mm-hmm. saying like, "Yo." My mom, dad, strung out on the rock. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, ain't no food in the house. I just need money. And Leon's like, yo, put the gun on her. Like, yo, if you need something, <clears throat> why not ask? Right. And so he put some money in the pocket. And Jerome like, hell no. Nah. <laughs> Jerome snatched that money. and like, nah, you give me information. And I'll give you the money back, basically. Right. Right. So now they know that it's a bounty. Because mm-hmm. this person talked, but this person was desperate. So when you hire somebody that's desperate for money, they going for whoever giving them the money. That's you know true, but but see, I you, think if you you if usually you hire get, somebody, you usually get better results that way too, though. You know what I'm saying? Like if a motherfucker desperate, like they say, it's a dead or alive bounty. They don't want. They ain't gotta necessarily have him alive. If she the shot Leon right then and there, everything would have been Gucci. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she probably wouldn't have made it out, but you know what I'm saying? They did whatever they had to do, yeah. and they would have been good. So I think either way, like I said, that's why I said she made a smart decision to get out there and tell females, yo, it's a $5,000 uh, bounty on dude head. However, um, we also got to give some kudos to Jerome, man, because speaking of Leon using his head, Jerome is really starting to come around and starting to use his head a lot more as well. Like the way that he's been handling this whole Leon situation, Franklin has been coming to Jerome and asking him for advice about, you know what I'm saying, dealing with Leon and everything else. And, you know what I'm saying, he told Franklin in the car uh, a couple episodes back, hey, listen, you know what I'm saying, when you when you got to deal with shit like that, it's different from killing, you know what I'm saying, uh, your enemy. But when you kill a child, man, ain't no coming back from that. And like he said, that that's a, he's been a good kid. You know what I'm saying? He ain't never seen him shit like that. So the fact that, you know, he know he, he you've been knowing Leon since, you know, what I'm saying knee high. So the fact that he's giving Franklin that kind of advice, like, yo, you know, at the end of the day, this is still your boy. You know, what I'm saying you deal with him like you deal with him at the end of the day. He family to us. He always been around. So either you go ahead and you, you know, what I'm saying you turn on your family. And make a business decision or, you know, what I'm saying like they said, you put your feelings into it and you protect your brother. So. I think you know since Jerome is doing a great job with with handling this whole Leon situation too. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on that one. 
Um, and I think that Jerome realized that the stakes is higher. Mm-hmm. You know, with, with finding out that that Reed is involved in this and they are in the CIA's pocket. Yeah. So Jerome, Jerome knows the finish line is a whole lot more difficult than it was. Mm-hmm. So all your moves got to be more calculated. Everything has to be smarter. Because yeah. even though they was running things in a in a smart manner, now it's even more now knowing what he knows now, it's like yo, we can't have any fuck ups. Right. So I think that with Jerome using his head the way that he did by, I mean, because think about it, <clears throat> he could have just been like, all right, this this girl got the money, move along. He's like, nah, we need to find out who put this bounty on us. And who yeah. all has a bounty on them? Yeah. So that was quick thinking <clears throat> by Jerome to do that. So, like I said, him and Louis, their relationship is getting rocky. Him and yeah. Saints' relationship a little rocky, but it seems like he's gravitating more to Leon because Leon is in the dark. Mm-hmm. Leon don't know about Reed. Remember, they were the only yeah. two who didn't know. So now it seems like <coughs> seems like he's giving Louis and Franklin, and you know I'm saying, you know, not necessarily attitude. Well, he's just being short with him. Yeah. But he's mm-hmm. actually having conversations with Leon. So yeah. it seems like he's starting to favor him a little more. Um, so then, you know, we get a Wanda sighting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, before before she met with him in the hood, met with Leon in the hood. You know, her uh, her and Alton was talking because uh, Alton saw the baby. And I think this is what really cracked Alton. Mm-hmm. I think that when he found that man dead, um, and he found, because he found the the, uh, the crack pipe. Yeah. And I think him, I think the combination of the dude dying from the crack and these, and his two kids is going to have to go into the system. I think that that is what really got him to tell Irene, but we'll get to him later. This is okay. more about Wanda. So Wanda, Wanda see what's going on there. And so Wanda's like, okay, let me go to Leon. So Wanda go to Leon is like, yo, she was trying to tell him, like, yo, Alton was talking to some Oriental lady that just walked in there talking about, you know what I'm saying, Franklin and what he does. And she time was just saying that, yo, like... Time out real quick. The one thing I didn't like about that scene is after she said Oriental lady, then she said, is that what we're supposed to call him? Is that okay to call him that? <laughs> no, didn't nobody give a goddamn about that in the 80s? That's what they was calling people in the 80s. Let it go. Why would they even add... I didn't even like the fact they added that in there. But go ahead. Go ahead. That was stupid. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, they, <laughs> there wasn't nobody trying to be politically correct. Come on, man. Um, so so she's like, she's trying to tell him, and mm-hmm. she but she's also saying, like, yo, if I could give you more information, can you put me on? Because I need money. Mm-hmm. And I think that he's still. I mean, I wouldn't put crack in her hands. Like, no, I mean, right. I wouldn't do that, but I'm pretty sure he could find something else for Wanda to do. Mm-hmm. But I think that because my man showed up. They didn't get to finish that conversation. And see, mm-hmm. that could have been the break right there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because 
Franklin could have found out sooner. He could have found out through Leon if Leon would have been able to finish that conversation. Right. So, uh, I don't know, man. Like you were saying that Wanda, you know, could have been the person to to break this shit. You were saying yeah. it a couple episodes back. Well, I like I, I always <clears throat> I always thought that from that that episode where you know what I'm saying um, they showed her from the get go. I, I figured she was eventually gonna get clean. You know what I'm saying they they had slight hints in there to kind of give it away. <clears throat> the two scene is really what kicked it off that you knew she was going to get clean. Um, we did, of course, we didn't know how, but we kind of had a, a you know sort of thought that it was going to happen. And so seeing that and then knowing that, you know what I'm saying, everything that transpired from there, I also said and remember this is that I think her and Leon going to get back together. And I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen this season, but I think eventually her and Leon are going to get back together because Leon still got feelings for that girl. She, You know she still got feelings for him, but Leon still got feelings for that girl. And like you said, if dude wouldn't have walked up, he was going to hit her off with some change and tell her, you know what I'm saying, he had something for her later. But um, I think Wanda is, you know what I'm saying, really the missing piece around all this. I think that her finding out who Franklin's dad is, um, her going to talk to Leon about it, her even mentioning to Alton that, you know what I'm saying, she ain't know that he was Saint's dad. It's a lot of stuff that she's finding out and she been in, you know what I'm saying, she getting in these nooks and crannies of the of the story. And I think she gonna be the one that really saved this whole operation. Um to move on ahead real quick because where we where we kind of going is basically on the same thing um this whole story thing with Alton and and Irene right Wanda was there so Wanda kind of seen what she looks like Wanda knows you know saying mm-hmm. she's a reporter Wanda knows the situation i think that they're going to eventually have to go to her to find out who this lady is cuz now we know that Saint is looking for her. Um, we get we get to the point to where Alton gets to talking to Irene. Um, he giving her all the information, like you said, he was gonna be the weak link. You know, what I'm saying he he at the bar, which I thought was a funny place for him to be. Of course, um, he ordered his club soda. You know, what I'm saying he's sitting there looking around at the drinks. Um, and it was it was a it was a dope <laughs> it was a dope way they set that scene up because. You know, this was this was really him testing himself in a, in a weird way, right? Like he in a bar, being sober, and then ordering mm-hmm. a club soda, but at the same time, he's not, you know, he's not holding back on telling Irene about what's going on with the CIA and Saint and, Saint and everything else like that. So I thought that was a weird, ironic way for them to run that scene, especially the, the, the um, location of the scene. So, you know what I'm saying? He talking to Irene about everything, trying to make a deal, trying to make sure. And, and in a way he was trying to, I guess, um, do what was best for them or what he thought was best for them. But it's just, man, you know, he, he was saying that, or she said that, you know what I'm saying, if you stay on the record, make sure everything is said or whatever, give me all the information I need, you know, we don't bring your family into this. But then my thing is, is like, 
eventually they're going to know that you talk to her, right? Eventually they're going to want to know who her source is. She's not going to keep that source quiet forever because we're talking about the CIA. They're going to find out everything. So now not only did you, you know, you could have just, everything could have been cool and you could have not said nothing to her, but now, you know, you done brought the CIA on back. Eventually it's going to happen. It might not happen now, but eventually that's something that could happen because if they get a hold of this, and as we've seen at the end, everybody was typing this story up. So if they get a hold of this and they find out what's going on, either they're going to have to go kill her and then they're going to have to end the situation with y'all or y'all going to have to go kill her. And now y'all really going to be in debt to the CIA. So I think you just put more weight on the, on the situation. I feel you. I ain't ready for it yet, though. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna get the because I, I got some, I got some shit on all of that situation, but okay. yo, Reed is starting to fall apart. Um, you think you know, so? With the whole situation that happened with his brother and his dad, you know, like I, I think a little bit. I think a little bit, but at the same time, I think Reed is a I think Reed is a functional cocaine user. Mm. Um, like Franklin met with Javi at the uh, not Javi, uh, uh, what's my man name? Uh, the agent. Well, anyway, they no the uh the uh, shit. I cannot believe I also. Okay. Like he uh he met met with them. To do the drop, and he asked him, like, yo, like, what's up with Reed? Is he good? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, the last time I seen him, he came to the club, he was drunk, he was sniffing like he was doing some cocaine. He was like, you know, you would have to ask him, but he was like, to me, he seems fine. Yeah. So Reed is on the airplane with Javi. You know, they're going down to go see what's going on with the um, with the money. Yeah. So and Javi's telling Reed. Like, yo, like this ain't a good coping me- mechanism. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, you know, whatever you're dealing with, basically it's still going to be there even though you're snipping this shit. Right. So, Javi go to tell him about, I don't know if it was the CIA who Javi was dealing with, but he told him a, you know, a little story about something that he was involved in. Now, Javi was, Javi was dealing with like the KGB, the Mossad. He was dealing with... uh. Who else was it? It was the KGB to Mossad. I think the Iranians or somebody else. Well, he would. Well, the thing is, it seemed like Javi was basically what, in a way, what Reed was. But yeah, Javi yeah. ended up going in that different route. He said they asked him, "Would you rather walk out or, or basically get you know tossed out or whatever?" Mm-hmm. So Javi took the route of basically doing what he's doing. Now, we don't know if Javi is still, like, an informant type of person mm-hmm. who's still, like, protected. You know what I mean? So Reed, I think when he, when he told Reed that story, Reed didn't know this You're about right. Javi. So I think that got Reed thinking, like, well, shit, is the CIA going to turn on me? Mm-hmm. Type of shit. So 
They go down to the bank, talk to the lady, and the lady's trying to give read this. And I didn't believe this story at all about right. how it was a employee stole fifteen million dollars. Yeah, and they just gave him the money back. Yeah, like come on, man, like and you won't give him any information. Mm-hmm. Like the shit makes no <clears throat> sense at all. So we find out who the person was with the pajamas on. Um, oh, it was man. an employee with the bank. But yeah. I think that employee did know something. I think he knows. This is my question to you. Mm-hmm. After he did the whole little drowning thing with the white towel, he told, he talked. And the look on Reed's face, mm-hmm. what do you think he told him? Um, well, from that scene, right, the way Javi came in with old girl, um, the police knew exactly where they were. Police knew exactly who to go to. Javi must have said something. So I'm assuming Javi got something to do with it or he knows who has something to do with it. Um, that's what I assume it is. I don't necessarily think that that could possibly because snowfall throws so many curveballs at you man you you think that it's one way and it's not so um but i think javi has something to do with it um from the time that you know um reed and gustavo went to talk to javi the first time and he was like yo you know they said that they made the drop but it wasn't nothing and then the money was gone it, it seemed like you know javi tried to pull a fast one um what I think, though, is Javi didn't really know who he was really dealing with. And so, like I said, man, I told you, I, I think that Reed is like John Wick. We don't know how, how you know what I'm saying, how into it this dude really is. Um, it We seen when he went up into, you know what I'm saying, the last, uh, what was it, what was the dude, the sheriff or the, the um, yeah, the sheriff. Yeah, when he went up to the sheriff's house and, and they tore dude apart, you know what I'm saying? Him and Gustavo went in there. We seen, you know what I'm saying, Reed getting his John Wick on. And then this one, you know, he just went in, found dude out of nowhere and just started waterboarding him. It's like, yo, this this dude is is it's something else about this dude. And from that, you start you really start to see just you know, saying how deep into it that you know what I'm saying that Reed is. Um, but I think Javi had something to do with it, bro. I don't I don't know exactly what, but the way he looked when he came in and he kind of seen everything that went on, he knew that, you know what I'm saying, Reed went out the window. He kind of, you know what I'm saying, scoped the scene and, and people was going on. And I think that he's starting to realize like he might be messing with the wrong guy. I see that point. And I agree with you, but I also want to play just a little devil's advocate here for mm-hmm. the uh, sake of the podcast. I think it's a little bit of hobby, but I think it, I think it's the CIA. Ooh. I think that I think the CIA might have been involved in it, but I think it's like I said, Hobby's being protected by somebody, and it's not True. Reed. True. And I think that Hobby knows what's going on, and he told the bank lady. Mm-hmm. To tell them, you know, to give this whole little fucking bullshit story. Mm-hmm. But I think that the CIA might have took that money 
And I, I don't know if it's like something to try to fuck read up. If it's like a, uh, uh, you know, like one of those situations where there's like a, like a, a tall tale. Like with, I, I think that story that Javi told him, mm-hmm. I think that he's starting to see that it may be happening to him now. Mm. I think that's what that dude told him. Yeah. Is that, you know, basically, you know, the, your CIA told me to remove this money type of thing. And Javi yeah. knows who did it. And he sees that Reed is like, oh, shit. So I think that, like I said, Reed is a, a functional cocaine user. I think that mm-hmm. he's able, I think he can stay clear-headed to be able to do the job that he's doing while doing that. But like, I think he's just really using it to keep his brother and his dad off his mind. I don't think it's affecting his work. Like you said, he's like John Wick with this shit. Yeah. There's there's some other shit. He's just not no smart uh, CIA agent. There's no way he's a desk pusher at all. There's no way. This motherfucker got to be decorated in in some sort of way. Oh, yeah. And I think that we're going to see that in season five. I don't think it's going to be this season. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be this one. I think it's going to be season five. We'll be be really going to see and find out really who Reed Thompson is mm-hmm. or Teddy McDonald, whatever you want to call this motherfucker. So then, okay, so what else we get? We get, uh, you know, man boy had the, uh, the argument with his sister, mm-hmm. um, trying to tell her, let me do this shit my way. And she's like, yo, y'all, she. <laughs> She's like, y'all fucking up. Y'all taking too long. I told you I was wanting this. You know, I'm thinking about my daughter while I'm doing this. And then he's like, yo, you can't just be hiring anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like, There's, this shit got to be done in a calculated type of way. And she's like, well, look, <laughs> I mean, the hit is out. So you might want to move a little quicker to tell these motherfuckers to stop. Yeah. So man boy, <clears throat> I think man boy knows that the way that she's doing it mm-hmm. is going to definitely track back to them. Because the thing is, the bounty isn't just on Leon. It's on everybody. She put a bounty on all of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, man boy, <laughs> now like, fuck, now these dudes going to be start, gonna start coming for me now. Mm-hmm. In a way that I don't know. Because now it's a situation where everybody's looking over their back. Well, And then, to take Franklin, got it. Franklin, right? Franklin and Manboy had that conversation. And remember, Manboy always said, yo, I respect you because you keep everything business and you always thinking. So I think that somewhere in the back of his mind, he knows what Franklin is capable of. And on top mm-hmm. of that, he don't even know who Franklin's plug is. They still trying to figure out who Franklin's plug is. Remember, they was getting followed. So they still trying to figure out who supplied Franklin. Now, on top of man boy trying to get the plug, and then on top of him trying to deal with the situation with his niece, his sister, even though what she did, like I said, was very smart, and the same at the same time, it was very dumb. Because now you're causing a hectic scene. Now you're making it known that we're looking for them. 
So now we're not going to be able to follow them a lot. We're not going to be able to catch them when we can usually catch them. We're not going to be able to do the things that we was able to usually do and move how we usually move because now they know that it's hot out here in the streets. So this could not only get man boy killed, but with the situation that Scully's in right now, in the in the situation with man boy's sister, her being out here doing what she's already did, and we and they know who killed her, uh, who killed Fatback. Now, this could possibly get all of them cut out. Yep, this might be the biggest disadvantage that Scully and man boy got. True, true, <clears throat> and then I don't. I think that this wasn't a smart thing for Louis to do. Um, when she, when they went when Franklin, Leon, and Jerome went back and told her about the hit, mm-hmm. she's like, "Man, following around y'all, you know, behind y'all gonna get us killed." Like, yeah. it's like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Why you acting like you the only one to have good fucking ideas and decisions around this motherfucker? That's <coughs> only with Jerome. You know? So it's like. I'm 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 sitting there and and I'm watching that scene and I'm like, the fuck, like, who is you? You know what I mean? Like, I I never thought that. Look, this Little Rock shit. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, dude, I, I I don't like it. I don't like it. And that I do. was her fucking idea. I do, and I tell you why. I don't know. I do, and I tell you why. Louis is. Um. Okay, this is this is probably this is probably a better um, this is this is probably a better analogy, right? Sissy is the angel on Franklin's shoulder. Louis is the devil on Franklin's shoulder. So okay. them two are really keeping him in a space that he needs to be. So Sissy is basically the one that's making sure everything is in order, making sure everything go right, making sure all of this shit is, at the end of the day, they got something to fall back on, right? Louis is the one that's making sure Franklin can roam these streets the way he needs to roam them. And Jerome, even though he's going through his situation with uh, Louis right now, I think that Louis is, in a weird way, Franklin's right-hand man. Like, that's, that's the one that, he knows when it's when it's all said and done and it really come down to it, she going to have his back. She going to be the one that's going to be right beside him at all times. She's going to be the one that when anything come, he going to come talk to her nine times out of ten. He reassured her, like, you know what I'm saying? He told her, like, yo, I moved the bricks out. I told you I was going to do that. Everything is done. I just need you to keep calm and keep the plan going. And I think that right now she's just a little heated because the situation with her and Jerome – her finding out that, you know what I'm saying, that, that she got a bounty on her head now. I mean, anybody that take that calmly is a fucking psychopath. And then not only that, she just had to deal with telling Jerome about the secret that Franklin told her to keep. So she got a lot on her plate. And her having to hear that somebody is out here trying to kill her and now she got to watch her back, that can get to her. So I'm not really necessarily looking at that like it's something different. I don't think that anybody took that out of character or, or, or took that to heart when she said what she said. That was a great fucking point. Great point. See, I told you I'd be better. 
So, <laughs> Sissy, right? Mm-hmm. So, she's sitting there doing paperwork. Franklin comes in, and she's like, yo, I had a long meeting with Paul Davis. Yes, sir. And he gave us two commercial properties. Yes, sir. And it was the idea that Franklin had was like, yo, just basically give him that church, basically. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And then we're going to see, you know what I'm saying, the uh, the reward from doing that. Yeah. Like, it, it, it wasn't – he gave him the church to basically, I'm going to see what y'all do with this, and then if this goes the way I want it to go, then I'm really going to give you something. And he yeah. does <coughs> with these two properties. <clears throat> so they're very happy about that. Mm-hmm. And this, this is really the move that they wanted to make from the very rip. So now let's get into the shits. But let's start light, though. Let's start light, though. (laughs) So Alton is sitting there telling telling Sissy about the situation. The man died. Um, You know, these two kids, you know, is going to go into the system. And so he, he's really broken up about it. Yeah. And so Sissy, like, is there anything we can do? Right. He goes back to, we got to get out of this. We got to get out of this game. And then she was like, well, I told you two years. And he was like, if you believe that, you're drinking the Kool-Aid. Right. So Sissy's like, yo, I'm not leaving without Franklin. Like, You talk to Franklin, you convince Franklin, mm-hmm. and then we'll go from there. And so Sissy's just like, yo, I don't want to hear no more of this shit. She walks up, and I think Alton was going to bring that up about Irene. But, you know, Sissy walked up or walked off before, you know what I'm saying, it could happen. So that right there might have been another, like, tail sign of him. Like, so my man died from an overdose at the thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying he got he got to tell the kid, the teenage kid, yo, you got to go either find a family member or go into the system. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying he got to, you know he goes to sissy try to have a conversation with her. She don't want to have the conversation, right? And so he he has all of this shit going through his mind. And this is another thing. Alton don't have anybody but sissy really to. To talk to, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like he don't, he don't, like Alton don't have any friends, really. I mean, what the people that he worked with, but I don't think he looks at them. Like he can't vent, he can't vent to them about what's going on. Yeah, it's not the same. In the, yeah, when you're in this business, there's, there's, you really got a, a, a tight knit group. You can't just go around and just talk business with people that don't know what you do because it's a secret. Right. <laughs> So that I think that was another thing where he was just like, yo, I think he thought by calling Irene, I, I honestly think that he thought it was the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that he thought, I don't think he thought it all the way through because mm-hmm. this, I, Alton was playing checkers. He wasn't playing chess. Right. Alton didn't understand within telling the story, even if you even if you tell them to omit 
my son's name. They're still dealing with a CIA agent that exactly. you just threw under the bus. You just threw CIA. a CIA agent. Oh, yeah. agency. Yeah. And so how do you think Reed is going to take this? Exactly. Reed, Reed could take out the whole fucking family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think Alton thought it all the way through. I think that I think he is trying to protect his family, but within our honesty, he did the absolute worst thing for his family. I 100% agree with you, man. I think that um, with him telling this story, like I said earlier, man, this is this is really a possibility that you either put your family further in the hole or you putting your family in a hole. Right. Like, so either the CIA is going to come kill you, like you said, or now you got to go make sure Irene is going off this off the face of the earth. So, I mean, now you got to get your hands dirty. And we seen how Franklin responded because it was like, yo, you know, you he he let him know, like, yo, you don't know what the hell you just did. Like, you know, you you wasn't thinking. And the, and the thing that I like about once again, I, I bring this up once more. I love about Franklin's character is he's very cerebral. He he always uses his brain. You know, we, we seen from the first season how smart of a kid he was. So to then turn around and, and him be able to use his brain in this situation is is a is a perfect way for him to be who he is. Um, I'm not going to lie, man. When he stole on Alton, bro, I was so happy. I was so happy. I was like, yo, he deserves, <laughs> he deserved all of that, man. For him to, for him to leave the family the way he did. And then for Franklin to accept him back after, you know what I'm saying? He basically left Sissy and Franklin to fend for themselves. And then mm-hmm. to put him in a situation where not only are you going to be, you know what I'm saying, good, are you getting sober, you can actually go out there and help other people be sober. For for Alton to even have the audacity to do what he did is like, it, it's blasphemous, man. Like, why would you why would you put not just yourself, but your family, your son in this situation? You know what I'm saying? They, even though it, it may not seem like that they're making a difference, and even though um, it may be hurting the community. At the same time, you you have to look at it like nobody knew that this would happen. Nobody had any idea that this would be the situation, right? Only thing that they knew was that this is an opportunity to put them in a better place, to give them some money, to be able to provide. Like Franklin's whole thing is I want us to be able to start creating black business. I want us to be able to put our people in a better situation. He using the the same tactic. Well, not the same tactics, but he has the same mindset in a weird, twisted kind of way that Alton had when Alton was a Panther. So for him to be out here and really actually having his mom put in the work to, you know what I'm saying, create affordable housing, to be able to, be able to create businesses where black people could come work. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a double-edged sword, right? Like so, and I don't think they necessarily. Well, I think they know now, but I don't think they necessarily knew that in the beginning. Like so, at, at first it was, yo, let's let's create these opportunities for our people. But now they're starting to find out that the other side of that sword is actually kind of hurting the people as well, and they starting to see that they right there at ground zero, so they know what it looks like. I think um, you brought up the Arkansas thing real quick. 
I think Arkansas is going to work. I don't think that it's going to be as bad as as people are making it out to be because we I've seen some theories and everything else like that. But I don't think it's going to be as bad as people are make is making it out to be. I think that with Louis and Jerome going down there, they know the ramifications of what could happen. They know exactly how everything is going to play out. They were there from the beginning, so. I think that with Louie going down there and talking and doing everything else, I think it's better for her to go down there and Jerome to go down there to really give them the business. I mean, I know Louie kind of lied in the last, uh, the last episode about it, but Jerome is the one that's really going to be the one to break everything down and really give them the truth about it. So, I mean, I think Arkansas is a great move. And I think that in a weird way, that's, that might be where they end up with this whole situation right now. Okay, I'm gonna get back to the uh, the double blade sword. Okay, but so Irene, Irene invite the ex over. You know what I'm saying? She want to do a toast because she's excited, she's happy. And my man's like, "Yo, I gotta be somewhere in the morning." Mm-hmm. And she was like, "You know, thank you for the enthusiasm." And it's like, I don't know why she expected for him to be happy for her because she got the story, the big break that she want. Because he's looking at it like. Yo, this is the reason why we split in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's like all you care about is your work. You didn't mm-hmm. care about me. You didn't care about your daughter. But mm-hmm. then you want me to turn around and be happy because you finally got the story that you wanted. And <clears throat> and then we're starting to see that this is the, another reason why I think that she don't mind doing the story you know, quote unquote, without the saints is because she's been going after the government from the very fucking beginning anyway, because yeah. of what they did to her family. Yeah. And so so this is this is deeper than that. So mm. now we're starting to see like, damn, this is why Irene was so fucking dedicated to her work, because she felt that the government did her family wrong. Mm-hmm. But what she's not also thinking and my man thought about it. He's like, yo, you call the government out. That shit could put all of us in fucking danger. And, she and I'm glad he did. That. I'm glad he did that. Cause that he made the most sense out of anybody in this show in that or anybody in this episode, he made the most sense. For him to tell her, hey, listen, I understand you got a vendetta against these people, but what you're not realizing is they don't care if we separated. They don't care if your daughter yep. is on the east side of the country. They can touch any of us at any time. And you know what? They didn't say anything about it, and they didn't mention this, but I think he used to be, like, ex-military or something, her ex-husband. Because the, yeah. like the way he responded when she said that, like, he it's something that he knows that they haven't revealed yet or they haven't talked about yet if they do talk about it. But I, I think he knows a lot more about, you know what I'm saying, the government than what we do. Like he might even himself be um, an ex-Panther or, you know what I'm saying, somebody that was in the military or something like that. Because I, yeah. that was the way he responded was telling. I think he's, I think he's ex-Army or Marine or something. Probably mm-hmm. Army. Cause uh, it, I, I don't think it, it, it had to be World War Two. It, it couldn't have been Vietnam War because Vietnam War was just about done, and he's older. So I, I think that he might be a, a World War Two vet, mm-hmm. and I think they fucked him they, over. Yeah, I think they, they older, ain't they? They like they got to be like 
around maybe 40, 50 around this time. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And and yeah. this is the eighties. So and see, and I'm thinking, and I'm glad you said that because I'm thinking that when she said the way they did my family, maybe she is Japanese and they saying that, you know what I'm saying, when World War II happened, they was putting Japanese in the internment camps. So maybe she, you know what I'm saying, is talking about that situation. Yeah, because remember she said how they done me wrong and you wrong, and yeah, she said your people. So mm-hmm. I think that that's why I think you, you know, you said it first, so I'll give you the credit. I think he is ex, you know, army or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And she's not understanding the significance of what she's doing. Like, yo, like, yeah, we separated, but like we we're still connected to you. We always are gonna be connected. Right. So they can use me or our daughter to hurt you. Easily. So easy. And then he said, don't sit there and act like we don't care about what happens to you. Whether they're together or not, at the end of the day, like, my, I got a daughter with you. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to explain to our daughter, yeah, you know you know how your mother basically abandoned you for her work? Now her yeah. work got her dead. Exactly. You know exactly. So, so now, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, like, she's, she's not thinking about that. All she's thinking about is getting the story out. And, and now it's starting to feel like now I honestly don't think it's I, I used to think before this episode that it was all about her advancing her career. Mm-hmm. Now I, I now it's starting to look like it's personal. And I yeah. don't think it's her career. I, I think that she really wants to expose the government. And I mm-hmm. don't think it's for advancing her career now. I used to think that it was she just want a great story. So she might be like the top editor or, or whatever. Right. Now I'm starting to think it's more of a personal thing and it's not necessarily just, you know, being the big, you know, like 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 when my when my girl had to uh the editor position and then she was like, Oh man, now I gotta work for another white man. Yep. I don't I don't think she wants that position. Yeah. I think she really wants I think she really wants to expose the government. So I'm not saying that it makes me like her anymore. Right. I'm just saying that it, it just changes my opinion on her her motives. Let's put it that I way. I agree. I definitely agree. I think that, yeah. you know what I'm saying, with everything that they, they, they brung up in that conversation, I think that she, like you said, she got a vendetta and she's doing whatever it takes to get back at them. And her losing her family is obviously something that she took she took it hard but i think that her losing them has made her go even harder at work and and that's just she probably using that as fuel and probably blaming the government for that as well so it's just like it's just her character is so conflicted with so many different things and then i think her taking that um her taking that stance about oh I gotta work for another white man again after the lady had got fired. I think she was cool working up under the lady. It wasn't an issue. I think that she's one of those people like she's into this whole feminist thing and you know getting into you know the the equality thing and and really trying to make sure that she's you know being this strong woman who's the forefront of bringing down the government and all this other stuff. But not only that, like you said, also getting this position to where, you know, she felt like she might deserve this. True. 
Now to get back to the double blade sword. Right. Now when that's why I've always had like a, a let me see. Not necessarily a, a opportunist like type of way of thinking, but mm-hmm. like it's it's more of like I think the term product of my environment. Right. I think that's exactly what this is. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like if it's not the Saints, it's just gonna be another family. Mm-hmm. The government has an agenda that yeah. was like, yo. We fund this war. The best way to fund this war is basically to, to do genocide to the black community. We're going to, you know what I'm saying, sell these guns and we're going to bring in this drug to boost the company. I mean, well, to boost the economy and all this type of shit, but we can drag them down at the same time. Right. right. So, <clears throat> so product of my environment, the way I look at it is like, yo, Somebody's gonna profit from this, mm-hmm. so it's like, so when I look at you know Franklin Saint or even real people like you know Freeway Ricky Walls, you know what I'm saying Cornell Jones, Melvin Williams, all of these people, like they was just the hand, the hand picked like geniuses that probably could have done anything, but. They was a product of their environment, right? And like you said, even though Franklin's main objective is to get affordable housing, to boost black businesses, you know what I'm saying? I hate to keep saying this, but I feel like I've said it every episode. The cost of doing business. This is unfortunately the cost of doing business. Yeah, you're helping black people, but but at the same time, you're damaging black people at the same time. Yeah. So it's 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 tough because it's like you sit back, like you have to put yourself in this position in the eighties. You live in these neighborhoods, like you know, what I'm saying Detroit, L.A., uh, New York, like when you, when you was living in these neighborhoods at the time. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's like a dog eat dog type of situation, mm-hmm. and it's like, do you want to stand on the sidelines and watch somebody else get rich, or do you right. want to jump into the game and try to put yourself in a better situation? Mm-hmm. So that's why I've always like looked at like the drug game the way that I've always looked at it. Even though I I, I would be, I ain't gonna lie to you, I'm standing on the sidelines. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But, but I get it though. I yeah. get the thinking, and and I get what Alton was trying to say. And Alton, he's not wrong at what he's saying, exactly. but he don't understand what you've done. This is this is bigger than just us. Like you have to understand. Like, dude, you just told a reporter about what the government is doing, and the government, the government got. Dude, they got me off. And he sat there and said it. Like, yo, he said when he put that gut, dude, I gotta give them motherfuckers credit, boy. Mm-hmm. This hey, but this felt like a real argument, boy. Like for real. Like Man, I thought, hey, I was like, Ooh. dude, I was 
I would. I would. <laughs> I that was up. great fucking acting. He hey, was like, look, I, 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 dude, I was standing up. I was. I said, "Let's get real." <laughs> no, hey, he said, "Hey, this motherfucker said, hold on, no, you gonna shoot me?" I was like, "Oh my god!" No, I was like, said, "But this shit that like, got real, said, but said, you gonna shoot me like you did? Uh, what's his name, Andre or whatever? Was his name Andre? Andre." He said you're gonna shoot me like you did Andre. Yeah, Andre. I was like, oh and shit. So, and and see, and, and see, with this saying that, with this saying that, right? Think about it. Franklin went to jail. Yeah. Let's not forget. I think it was season two, I think. Yeah. Franklin went to jail. And then all of a sudden he gets out. No charges, no nothing. On a murder rap. Alton, even with the, within that moment, Alton didn't understand. Your son got off on a murder rap. So mm-hmm. that means the government could do whatever the fuck they want to do. Mm-hmm. And he's not seeing that. He thinks that this story is going to omit this whole family. No, dude. That's not how this shit works. And see, like I'm saying, he, he, He's thinking, but he's not thinking it. Like I said, he's thinking in a chest. I'm mean, in a in a, a checkers type of way. He's not yeah, thinking sure. chess. Yep. yep. And yeah, so it's it's it, Alton, man. I like like I said at the beginning of the podcast, man. I I should I should have stayed with my with my thought, <laughs> and I should have I should have stood behind myself, and I said that he was the weakest link. Mm-hmm. He is absolutely the weakest link. In this whole thing, man, and the whole team, the whole team that's together, he's the weakest link, man. Yeah, man. Um, my final thoughts on it, man, is you know, uh, I didn't stick around. I, I went back to my normal ways. I didn't stick around and, and watch the preview, so I'm gonna leave the preview part to you. Um, but I think that with Alton leaving, you know, what I'm saying, I, I think he's gonna go back into drinking. Um. I think he's gonna break that sobriety, and I and I think that them having that sobriety party was was very um, was very telling as well. Like you know, for him to have that sobriety party in that in that episode, and then for him to do what he did, you know, like even when he walked into the house, he looked right in the mirror at himself, like damn, you know, you done fucked up. So I think that he's gonna go back to drinking. I think he's gonna break his sobriety. Um, I think this is going to. I don't I don't think it's really going to cause a, 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 a issue with Sissy and Franklin, but I think it's going to be like a little small rift between Sissy and Franklin. They're going to have a, a couple issues here and there. But I think for the most part, Sissy, like she said, you know, she down for her son as always. And she's you know, she definitely going to let him know, you know, regardless of what happens, I got your back. But I think you need to make sure you, you know, clear it up with your dad. Um, and I think that. This is this is going to be the 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 um the huge explosion that breaks down everything Irene is trying to do. Um, I think that she's going to lose her contact with Alton, and I think now she's going to have to do some shit that she you know tried to act like she didn't want to do as far as bringing the Saints into it. But I feel like her bringing the Saints into it is really going to uh it's going to get her killed. And I, I can't wait. Um, well, 
I'll say this. When during the whole argument, mm-hmm. he said she. Yeah. He was like, oh, so it's a she. So yeah. tell me who she is. Franklin, like, yo, tell me who she is. So a couple of episodes back, you had an idea of Ma, well, a male and Wanda being mm-hmm. like the two people who was going to break this shit open. Yeah. I see your vision now. Okay. I think that even though they didn't show Mel in the previews, I think that Mel is going to pop back up in the hood. She's okay. going to see Wanda. Mm-hmm. They're going to talk. Oriental Lady. Oh, you saw Oriental Lady too? And I think that now with the previews, um, Franklin finally talked to uh, Reed, told Reed about what's going on, and Reed, Reed told him Yo, you need to put a muzzle on your dad. Yep. And 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 I don't know if this was the whole conversation, but you know there was, you know, you hear Franklin's voice saying, "I don't think threats is going to help anything right now." Mm-hmm. And I think that what's going to end up happening is Wanda and, and Mel are going to go to Franklin and Leon, and even though Franklin haven't seen this girl in a while. He's going to hear her out, and she's mm-hmm. going to tell him, yo, this Oriental lady came and seen me. She mm-hmm. left me her card. And yep. I think that she's going to give Franklin that fucking card. <laughs> and Franklin's going to know who the hell Irene is, and I think that they're going to fucking... Hey. Dude, Irene is yes. out of here, man. I'm telling I you, man. I cannot you. wait. I cannot wait. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Irene, Irene is <laughs> because I don't think that they're going to what's the point of showing her yeah. for one episode and never show her again exactly So I, I and, and then Wanda, Wanda saw her so the two girls <coughs> the two girls that was rocking with the two main characters uh-huh. see this oriental lady and they haven't uh-huh. seen her yet exactly so I think that they are going to be the ones to end up telling them who this lady is. I think that Ma, well, Mel is going to still have the card and she's yeah. going to give it to Franklin and then that's going to be the shit to get Irene up out of here. But as far as like the previews though, I mean all they really showed was Reed and Franklin talking. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Alton did try to go talk to Sissy and said that he needed to talk to her, and she said, you had a chance to talk to me, and you went to a reporter. Yeah. And, like, uh, really, that's all they really showed, really. But um, the only other things that I have is the fact of, I mean, I said it earlier, I think that um, the information that 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 guy gave Reed, I think it's going to come out next episode, Mm -hmm. and I, I think something's just telling me that that Reed know that his days are numbered with the CIA. I think okay. that the CIA is going to end up throwing him under the bus. I, I don't. I don't think that they're going to allow these guys because I think that the CIA looked at these people that they threw on the cover like that as expendable assets. Yeah, I don't think they looked at them as people who was 
you know, I think that they looked at them as smart enough to be able to do this, but I think that also they looked at them as expendable. It's like, yo, like, we don't need you anymore. Right. So that's that's my thing. I think that's I, I think that, that whole little thing is a the the information that he got from dude is like something that I don't think the CIA want him to know. And I think Reed is gonna is going to I think he's planning ahead now. You remember how I used to say like Reed is going to have to uh like when this whole thing is over, like he's like stacking up money so he can like disappear. I think now he's actually looking at it like, yo, I gotta look at an exit strategy. Mm-hmm. I think that this is real now. I, I think I think he's really looking for an exit strategy because I don't think that he believes that when this whole war is over, that they just gonna throw him on the desk and everything is gonna be kosher. Okay. Um man, it's yo, season uh season four, episode eight, next Friday, man. Y'all know where to be, y'all know where to listen to, so get ready. Um but next Tuesday, we got something for y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be full of laughs. We gonna well, be Monday, rolling. Monday. Okay. Well, I was I was going to release it Tuesday. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. I was just going to go ahead and release it Tuesday. So, um, you know what I'm saying? We're going to have a whole bunch of laughs for y'all. So, because I figure we go ahead and stay on schedule. You know what I'm saying? Um, usually, we, whenever we change it up, we try to do it in the, um, since I got my equipment back finally, you know what I'm saying? I, I think that we'll be able to keep it, you know what I'm saying, on schedule as much as possible. So um Tuesday episode will be out. You can always watch the live, of course. And then you'll also be able to watch um I mean not watch, you'll be able to listen to us as well, of course. So we got a, a another movie coming for y'all. This one is gonna be full of laughs. Um to me, this is probably one of the <laughs> this is probably one of the funniest movies I've seen ever in my life. And this movie is classic, but I'm gonna tell you one thing, and a lot of people don't know, even Scotty doesn't know, that you know what I'm saying, uh <laughs> Scotty doesn't know that Fiona and me do it in my band on Sunday. I couldn't find nothing for it. I'm trying to use Scotty doesn't know. If you if you know what we talking about, I'm gonna just use that. If, if you know why Scotty doesn't know, then you'll know what we oh, talking man. about. But if not, be here Tuesday, man, and you'll find out why Scotty doesn't know. Um, and um, it's it. This movie is so funny, bro. When this movie came out. I remember when ringtones dropped, and my brother found that one ring. To, uh, well, he found the ringtone when the uh, when the uh, <laughs> when he came up on the thing. It was like male motherfucker. That was his ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this this movie is awesome, man. So be here oh, Tuesday. Man. We'll be ready for you. Can't wait, man. Um, but you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, and 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 Go I ahead. got a story. No, I'm not going to do it on here. I'm going to do it on the episode. Now, I've told this story before. And if anybody want to go back, man, look, you got to go. I think you got to go all the way back to episode 29, I believe, of the Stolen Time Podcast. I told a story about it's going to go along with the movie because there's a character that's from a place in the movie. 
and I had a situation with someone that was from that place, and it, it, it's gonna be it, it, look. This next episode is is gonna it's gonna be a great one. It's gonna be funny, and I got a fucking funny story to tell to go along with that episode. Yeah, this is going to be fucking hilarious. And I don't think that a lot of people, the reason I felt comfortable singing that song is because this is like one of those movies that I felt was was underrated. And then there was another movie that has a similar name to that movie. And I think that people gravitated to the other movie that had a similar name than this movie. So that's that's why I felt comfortable saying that. But like yeah, I got a I got a story to tell man on the on the next one. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be funny. It's gonna be funny. You, you actually you heard the story. I've actually told the story to you before on I think the already home podcast. Okay. But, uh but yeah I'm gonna tell it on this one man. Oh yeah it's gonna we're gonna have some fun on this man listen we this is this movie is is one of those movies that if you don't laugh at this, I I don't know what to tell you. You don't you don't got no funny bones in your body because this is this was all out hilarious. Um, I can, I got to go back and watch it now because now I'm thinking to the point to where uh, <laughs> I forgot what the safe word was. All that like the safe word was in German. He was like, I don't know what this. <laughs> never mind, bro. Never mind. That shit was too funny, bro. Um. Oh, I can't wait to watch this shit again. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to watch this shit again, man. Um, but anyway, you guys can follow me on Twitter, man, at Scoots Bronson. You can follow me on Instagram at Scoots Bronson underscore TV. You can also follow us on YouTube if you're not watching already at Scoots Bronson TV. Um, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Make sure to hit that like button. Um, and then if if you can't watch it on YouTube, you know what I'm saying, we always release it the day after. Make sure you go ahead on all major podcast platforms. Go ahead and, and subscribe to the Viewers Anonymous podcast. Um, it's everywhere possible, so uh, feel free to subscribe. Make sure you, uh, if you listen to it on Apple, rate and leave us a comment. We would love that. Um, and And real quick, thank you guys because you guys have been supporting and the support is showing. Oh my goodness, man! You guys are you guys are listening, and y'all listening heavy. We mess with y'all. Hit us up on the socials, man. If you mess with us, let us know who you are. Um, but if you want to, excuse me, get to us directly and get in the community, make sure you go to Facebook and join the Viewers Anonymous Podcast Watch Group. Uh, we growing slowly but surely. We getting a lot more members, um, and and this is where everything for the podcast will be. Far as the YouTube link, far as the other podcast links. Um, anything that we do outside of that, we also add in the viewers anonymous podcast watch group. You'll be able to tell us, uh, what movies you want to hear. Um, once we get to a certain amount of members, we're going to start doing watch parties. We'll do, uh, some polls and stuff to see what kind of movies you guys want to hear from, you know what I'm saying? Later on. So make sure, man, you guys, you know what I'm saying? Hit us up, join in, um, and you know, become a member of the of the group, man. You know what I'm saying? Come come join into the viewers anonymous community, man. Um, yeah, that's all I got, bro.
All right, man. Um, like I said earlier, you joined me on the last uh, Stolen Time podcast. So go check out episode 206 on the Stolen Time podcast. We went over a lot of sports and uh, two extra stories that we threw in there. Um, you can find that on all major platforms. Like I say, I prefer you not to try to find it on Apple. Um, still having problems with that, but um, but you can find it. If you want the visuals of uh, the podcast, you can go to the Stolen Time Podcast Network on YouTube. Um, you can go to uh, the 28 Minutes or Less podcast that's on all major platforms. Um, um, you, can follow, you can follow me at s.foster8 on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can follow the Stolen Time Pie on Instagram and Stolen Time Podcast on Facebook. That's all I got today, man. <clears throat> for sure, man, for sure. So, um, like I said, man, see you guys next Tuesday. Make sure, you know what I'm saying, y'all stay safe, enjoy y'all weekend. Thank you guys for the continued support. We definitely appreciate it. Um, and like they say in Hollywood, man, uh, that's a wrap. Yeah, appreciate all y'all support. For real.